Jazz Shapers with Elliot Moss on Jazz FM. Listening colour in partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. That was Dave Brubeck with Take 5, a lovely way to start the programme. Good morning, this is Jazz Shapers. I'm Elliot Moss here on Jazz FM. Thank you so much for joining. Jazz Shapers is where you get to hear the people who are shaping the world of jazz, blues and soul do their thing, whilst we also have someone from the world of business do their thing. We call them business shapers. It's business shapers and jazz shapers right here. And I'm very pleased to say my business shaper today is Katie Massey-Taylor. She's the co-founder of Mush. And Mush is an app that enables mums to connect in a local area. You're going to be hearing lots about her clever natty technology and the ideas behind it. In addition to hearing from Katie, you'll also be hearing from our programme partners at Mishkon some words of advice for your business. And as well as all of that, I promised you some music from the shapers of jazz, blues and soul, and I hope I won't disappoint, because Thelonious Monk is in there, Louis Armstrong, as well as this, another classic jazz shaper, it's Billie Holiday. days have grown so lonely for you I cried for you only why haven't you seen it that was body and soul from Billy Holiday Katie Massey Taylor is my business shaper today and as I said she's the co-founder of mush Katie it's lovely to have you here thank you thank you for having me in your own words describe what mush is apart from the office not so, that kind of mush <laughs> mush is a free app that connects mums locally with one another uh, it started as a way to meet friends with kids the same age um, it's turning into a sort of local social network for mums and tell me about where this idea started so it started over three years ago when I met a girl in a playground. She had the kids the same age as me. Uh, she looked equally as tired as I did. And she wandered over and asked for my number. And we became really firm friends. And three months later, reflecting on what a life-saving, lifesaver of a friendship that I'd been, uh, we thought, you know, why is it up to chance meetings for mums to, to find other mums with kids, kids the same age and fill those long days um, when there's such great technology out there that connects people? So we thought, you know, we're the people that could do that. Started looking into, you know, how we would make an app that connects mums and and the rest is history. And how old were the kids then or how many did you have at that point? Was it one or two? At that point, we both had um, just under two year olds and two week olds. Wow. Okay. so you're right in the zone because you hear about all these. I I remember listening to someone talking about being a mumpreneur or uh, some funny phrase. And 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 someone turned around and said, that's the least likely thing to happen. I'm exhausted. I've got these great ideas or I had them, but now I'm in the zone. You were in the zone then and you met this stranger. Um, How did you even find the headspace? Because one is exhausted at that stage, stage, especially if you've just literally given birth. How did you find the headspace to even think about a business? I think uh, it didn't feel like a business. It was it was such we've been living um, the problem of, of feeling kind of like, you know, those days were long and we felt a bit lonely. Um, we we'd lived that experience so much that it, it didn't require too much <laughs> headspace to think about it. Um, crucially, as well, we'd, we had three months, um, you know, lapse, I suppose, before we actually started thinking about Marsh as a proper, proper idea. So by then we were out of the, the fuzz, I suppose, or the mushy brain. 
um, and, and could have a bit of clarity and think about the opportunities. So. And in terms of how you felt capable uh, to, of doing this, I mean, your experience, your background is varied. You've done all sorts of things. Um, you've worked in New York. You've worked in PR. You seem to have worked in uh, a, 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 a head, head broker at a, at a trading house. I mean, a crazy volume and, 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 and variety. What in all of that experience led you to the feeling that you were just going to do your own thing, if indeed it did? Well, yeah, I think... Um I was always curious, always inquisitive, never never really happy at what I was doing um, and was searching for something I was an expert in and um, constantly going into new businesses and trying to learn about them but always coming in at the bottom. And uh, it was just a really happy coincidence that I became an expert in being a mum. I became an expert in the problem we were trying to solve. And uh, I was able to fill the gaps of the lack of knowledge that I had in tech and building apps to find experts that did know about it and just sort of follow the original vision which was you know eliminate loneliness and uh, make mums give mums a, a more brilliant time when they're on maternity leave stay with me to find out more about katie massey taylor and what she's been doing as co-founder at mush time for small music i promised you him earlier here he is it's thelonious monk with round midnight <laughs> That was Thelonious Monk with Round Midnight. We're playing some relaxing music here on Jazz Shapers with some classic shapers. That's good. And courtesy of Matt Producer. Katie Massey-Taylor is my business shaper today, uh, co-founder at Mush. They help mums connect. Um, I want to go back into the different things that you did before being a mum uh, and having having kids and stuff. In all the time that you were working, was there a a sense that you just hadn't found the thing that you loved? Forget whether you work for yourself or not. Were you in that because I, you know, in my own life, I've only done two or three things truthfully and then iterated. But for you, you really did zigzag around. Yeah, I think I was always searching for what made me happy. I, I you know, I, I was the person that every time I'd see a friend, I'd announce that I was doing something different and they probably despaired that I'd never find something the eyes I was going to stick ah, at. Yeah, Katie's yeah. doing another a new thing. That. And then you go, oh, that's great, Katie. Yeah. Really, tell me all about it. They go, not again. But I think what they all had in common was. Um, you know, wanting to take ownership of, of something. They uh, they all required me to, to be quite decisive and um, assertive. So that life skill is something that you can carry through, you know, wherever you are. Mm. Um, and they're all useful in their different ways. They're all great experiences. But yeah, I was, I was, I was dipping in and out of stuff, looking for my thing. And, and along that way, did you um, end up being asked to leave jobs? I mean, I say that in a, was it... Just no, I'm delighted to say I was always the one that <laughs> said, you know, right. time for me to go, I'm going to look into something else. Um, the city, I'd worked in the city, I mean, that was the longest stint. It was a seven-year stint working as a broker. And um, it, was the, it was when I got married and, and started thinking about a family that I thought that wasn't a, a great lifestyle to do with children. So that was when I wanted to find something a bit more meaningful um, and, and started to play around and go into different businesses for sort of three or four months at a time to try and just you know get a better experience of everything else out there and now as we look back and you've been when did you set the business up um, so mush was um 
it's it's we've been we've been thinking about it you know since three and a half years ago two years ago it went live on the app stores okay and you were funded as well you've been funded by octopus i believe we have yeah we've done three funding rounds uh the first one was through friends and family mm. uh second one was through private investors and crowdfunding and yeah most recently was institutional through octopus and what do you think they've invested in what do you think they're getting katie do you know what? I think they've seen this opportunity that there is a space for a social media platform that's doing good, that's a, a particularly great um, vertical, I suppose, for the mums. You know, you have LinkedIn, you have LinkedIn for your business persona, you have Facebook for friends and family and all ex, you know, ex-colleagues, um, and, and there's, but there's nothing where you could be unashamedly mum, and, and, and they can see that we've created something really authentic, really safe, where mums can be themselves. Um, so I think they see the opportunity that this, yeah, this could be the thing that mums download. And in terms of those people that have invested in, you talked about um, crowdfunding, and I believe you raised just under a million pounds mm. on crowdfunding. What do you, what did you give the people who were investing? What do they get in return for the, the pound that they that they decided to crowdfund you with? They got equity. Uh, okay. Simple as that. Yeah, I, they, they bought into to our mission. I think you know, mums feel lonely. Ninety percent of new mums feel lonely. I mean, it's crazy. And we were setting out to change that um, and do social good. So I think as well as being, we hope, an attractive opportunity um, and return on their investment. So it really appealed to people. It was such a common and uh, a, a common experience for potentially the investors themselves or family of the investors uh, that it wasn't. It didn't require too much of a hard sell. But yeah, so they're all got part ownership in Mush. Um, and yeah, we're got sort of 700 investors one way or another i think luckily you haven't brought them all with because it, <laughs> it would have been a bit of a squeeze much more coming up from my business shaper that's katie massey taylor and she'll be coming back in a couple of minutes but before that i promised it earlier it's coming up now it's some words of wisdom for your business from our program partners at mishkon hi i'm richard leadham head of insurance litigation at mishkon we have clients who come to us who have claims against insurance companies and often they face the problem themselves, which is why they need to claim. And they're very concerned about the cost of bringing that claim. And what I say to them is, don't worry about the cost of it. There's a concept out there called litigation funding, where funders will come in. Um, if you've got a good claim, we'll back your claim, invest in it. And yes, they want a cut of what you recover, but in return, they cover the costs of your litigation so you don't have to worry about something which is a real worry to a lot of clients. There's a pretty sophisticated market out there of funders who I've worked with over the years. They access private money, university funds, property funds, and hedge funds and the rest of it. And litigation is seen as quite a good investment to make at a time when investment returns generally for capital are really low, whereas a, a funder can get 25 30% back from a piece of litigation. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. You're listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss, every Saturday. I'm lucky, I always say this, but it's true because I meet someone who's doing something, who's shaping the world of, of it happens to be business here on Jazz Shapers. But it takes a lot to get up and do something, I think. And so I'm always impressed by the variety of uh, people's uh, tenacity and, and energy for their thing, whatever their thing might be. If you've missed any of the programmes, I'm sure you've missed a few, you're, I'll let you off. Go into iTunes, put in the words Jazz and Shapers, and you will find a whole tonne there. British Airways is another destination for you. Katie Massey 
Cassie Taylor is my business shaper today. She's the co-founder at Mush, if you were listening earlier, and I hope you were. And we were talking about um, why people might invest in you. And you mentioned this piece around social good. Is the value uh, within that, which is to try and help people, and you talked about loneliness. I think you said 90% of mums are lonely Mm. at some point uh, in being a a young mum. Is that really important to you? And if so, what else are you doing to raise that issue? Because it strikes me that mental health generally is now being talked about much more. Well, I think um, we've ridden a really, we've ridden a wave of awareness um, since since we launched uh, around maternal mental health, around men- mental health generally, um, much due to, to the Royal Foundation, to, to the Heads Together um, and, and the great work that they've been doing. Um, I just think it's, we've come to a new kind of era of honesty um, through social media where people are admitting when they're not okay you know and 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 trying to establish one-to-one conversations um and and share problems it just feels like the the, the climate is to, to be a bit more honest um which we're delighted to hear in terms of what else we're doing at mush um to try and eliminate this loneliness we're in touch with um the loneliness minister tracy crouch we're hoping that you know we could do something from the top down um, we're constantly trying to promote MUSH to midwives and health visitors because this is a wonderful tool at everyone's disposal uh, to help mums before they're in any sort of trouble because, of course, loneliness is sort of on the spectrum of, of, of you know, more mm. more unfortunate depression and, and that sort of thing. So, mm. um, yeah, we're doing all we can. We just need everyone to know about it. Uh, and in terms of balancing that social good with, with making a buck... You know, it's it, it, it's always a thing that to be a, a company that really has impact, you have to actually have funds. Absolutely. So how are you managing the commercial side and, and how fast do you want to be in a place where you can do even more social good? The focus for us has to be to make a product that mums love because, um, yeah, if, if we haven't done that, then we're not, we don't stand a chance of, of carrying on going. So our focus for now is just exactly that, carry on... Uh, uh, building new features um, that mums need and love and then eventually we'll be able to commercialise that so that more mums have access to mush, we can go international, we can grow this into a proper business. And in terms of coming up with ideas for the business, in terms of coming up with new features and the stuff that as you were talking about earlier that mums might just love, what's the process if there is one? The process is incredibly complex. What we do is we go into our email, uh, we find the feedback from mums and um, we write it down. Honestly, our best ideas come from the audience themselves. What what we've been blessed with is mums love talking, mums love giving feedback. Um, you know, we've relied on these mums from the start to be our advocates, our ambassadors and um, our biggest critics as well. So they are coming up with a lot of the ideas. We just, you know, then go along and, and, and do the measurements and look at the data and, and see whether it all makes sense and, and we build it into our product roadmap. It's pretty simple. Sounds very simple. Um, <laughs> we should all listen to our, our consumers more. Stay with me for more from my business shaper, Katie Massey-Taylor, co-founder at Mush. Time for some more music. It's another big jazz shaper. It's Louis Armstrong with What a Wonderful World. I see trees of green Red roses too I see them blue For me and you And I think to myself What a wonderful world 
Louis Armstrong with one of the most famous songs ever. What a wonderful world and wonderful it is too to hear it. Katie Massey Taylor has been talking to me about ideas and about how simple it is. Just listen to your consumers. <laughs> I, I think everyone should be doing that, as I said earlier. In terms of the people in your business now, you've built up a team of un- just under 10. Is that right? Or is it, was it Yeah, grown? do you know what? We have a remarkable... We've got 21 people that work in some capacity for Mush now. We've got a, right. team, a tech team in the Ukraine, about 10 of them there. Um, six that sit permanently in the office in London and then lots of mums that work for a day a week from home or day or two, yeah. What do they say about Katie? What kind of person is Katie, in their opinion, do you think? Wow, we Katie is uh, pretty controlling. Uh, <laughs> you hide it well. Uh, fair. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it sort of uh, flips around a bit, I suppose. And um, never satisfied. <laughs> and the never satisfied bit. How does that manifest itself? Is that just constantly going, could that be better? Is that the fastest way of doing it? Is that the most user-friendly user experience? Is that, is it That's that kind wonderful, of yeah. No, I'd, I'd like to do all of those things. Mm. Yeah, I think it's this sense that um, are, we sure we're, yeah, are we sure we've got it right yet? Um, slightly paranoid that we're missing opportunities. Yeah, I think you know, a level of anxiety is actually pr- pretty healthy in an <laughs> entrepreneur. Um, are you and, and on that point? Because it's a serious point. Because there is a, a fine line between healthy anxiety and healthy paranoia, and then it becoming, you know, uh, paralysing. Mm. Have you ever felt where you you've gone you've gone too close to the I actually can't think straight, and I'm I'm not enjoying this anymore. Moment. I think that is where. So luckily, no. But I reckon one of the main reasons is because I have a brilliant co-founder, and we're such a great team. She's she's kind of the the opposite of me in so many ways um, and she's a really calming influence and draws me out of any panic but that nervous energy is kind of the gold dust isn't it I, I, I don't know I mean it's definitely it's been what's driven me I suppose yeah and, and in terms of um, the money and obviously the business is I'm imagining the business is not making money yet it's not making money not making money but a few million pounds has been invested in it mm-hmm. It matters to you, obviously, that the business succeeds. Does it matter to you whether you get rich or not? Have you even gone there? Is it about, I'm going to grow this business, I'm going to sell it to a big company and mm. have, have a long holiday? I'd love a long holiday. <laughs> I don't think I need to sell the business to do that. Um, we, we've we just got this... Uh, the mission really is to eliminate loneliness. It's a wonderful... It, it, the social good is, is at the core of what we're doing. Um, if we are able to buy a slightly bigger house as a result, I'd be delighted. Well, I look forward to seeing your big yeah. house, Katie. That's a nice simple... Can, I'm sure we can arrange that in some form. Stay with me for my final chat with Katie, plus you'll be hearing another Jazz Shaper classic man, big one, Miles Davis, and that's coming up in just a moment. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. That was So What from Miles Davis. Katie Massey-Taylor is with me just for a few more minutes. Um, We've been talking about all sorts of things, about the primacy for you of addressing the loneliness problem, um, about the fact that your your people in your business um, would think you're fair. (laughs) You (laughs) chose the nicest one. I did, I did, obviously. I mean, we'll keep keep it uh, civilised here. 
In terms of the next year, two years, three years, what's on the menu for you? In what way do you need to really think about how your business is going to develop? So for us, it's all about making something that mums stay on well above above and beyond making those initial friendships, which is what we became famous for. So, we, yeah, as I said earlier, new features. We've got a book coming out in July, which is a you know companion for that first year of motherhood. Um, and for us, you know, we, we're thinking about the next funding cycle already mm. at the end of next year, what we need to achieve. Um, and it will be about having every mum on mush. Um, sorry, every mum in the UK on mush. Um, and then, Every moment in the world, why not? At some well, point. that would be fun. That'd be good, wouldn't it? But I reckon that's probably the year after. <laughs> that's good. It's a year two plan. And in terms of managing life I, um, with with your two young kids, mm. firstly, does that? How do you make it work? And secondly, what role does your husband play in that? Well, my husband's brilliant. He's going to be listening to this, so I have to say that. No, he really is. Um, well, the three and five year olds and my uh, little girls are at nursery and at school. Um, we have a wonderful nanny, but yeah, I just make sure that I, I'm there um, in the morning and in the evening for time that counts with them, mm. and obviously all weekend. So it's a great balance. It's a really great balance, and, and I think the joy of having your own business is that, is that you can be there on the important days um, or for important moments, uh, which I try to do. And do you think the societal switch or the push towards it being unacceptable that there is a gender pay gap, it being unacceptable that women aren't treated equally in terms of um, the ability to raise funds? And I, you know, we've had I've had people on the program who have got all female funds. There's some ridiculous stats and all that. Where do you sit on that, and 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 how are you articulating your own position if indeed there is one? We've been really lucky. I have not not felt at all that there's a gender. Um, gap for, for us when we were raising money but I know the stats um, suggest otherwise so I mean give a mum a job and she'll get it done I, I think the the real um, tragedy is is that there isn't more flexible working for mums I, I really do um, we've got to be able to spend the right amount of time with our kids and and make impact in businesses and um, it's a big missed opportunity if companies don't allow for the flexibility that mums need Mm, that must be right. That's a good thought. And I hope um, every employer listening takes that seriously. Thank you uh, for being with me. Thank you for your honesty. Um, thank you for sharing that sometimes you're anxious. I think it's important. <laughs> well, it's important, though, isn't it? Because doubt is a big part of all of our lives, and, and people don't admit that very often. Um, and uh, and I think it's that indecisiveness you talked about flitting here and there is actually, I think, really healthy. It's, it you. shows that you're open-minded. Just before I let you go, what's your song choice and why have you chosen it? So I'd like to play Feeling Good by Nina Simone um, because for any new mums out there, uh, we all know that sometimes it can be overwhelming, uh, it can be lonely and actually just put on a power song, have some coffee, every, you know, every day is a new dawn as she says and uh, you know, remember how lucky we are. Brilliant, here it is just for you. Birds flying high, you know how I feel Sun in the sky, you know how I feel Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel It's a new dawn, it's a new day It's a new life for me, yeah, it's a new dawn, it's a new that was I'm Feeling Good from Nina Simone, the song choice of my business shaper today, Katie Massey-Taylor. 
a business predicated on the idea of eliminating loneliness, real social good. Someone who was really honest with me about the importance of the chemistry between her and her co-founder and the point about giving a mum a job and it will be done. It will get done properly. A really, really important and accurate thought. Really, really good stuff. I hope you enjoyed the programme today. Do join me again, same time, same place. That's next Saturday here on Jazz FM for another edition of Jazz Shapers. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mish Kondorea. It's business, but it's personal.